0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Birth announcements. More than likely, you didn't put out your own. It was done for you. When you receive a birth announcement, and now today it's just as likely you're going to receive it, receive it through digital means as it is a literal piece of paper through the mail, but with birth announcement, it looks kind of like this image that you'll see on the screen. It has information that the parents believe is relevant. It's the name of the child, the date of birth, the time of birth, its weight, its height, as well as its parent's name, and perhaps even its sibling's name. One of the things you will not find, however, on a birth announcement is the accomplishments that this infant did while in utero. It just doesn't happen. It's, once that child is born and we announce it to the world, We literally give information, as much of it as possible, that is relevant, and that's about it. I also, just on an aside, find it quite interesting that this is the only time in a person's life that we announce what our weight is. Isn't that interesting? Wedding invitation, bride weighs this, groom weighs this. Just doesn't happen. And the reason being is because there isn't a lot to say about a child, a newborn baby. What can you say about it? Well, William Dix, in 1865, he set out to write a birth announcement. But it was more than just a birth announcement, if we're honest. It was actually a birth story. It was a story of an individual that recently had made an impact upon his life. He was 29 years old in 1865, and during that period of time, one of the things that happened was he became extremely ill. Even his dad, who was a surgeon, was unable to quickly heal him. It took literally months of lying in bed for his body to be eventually rejuvenate itself. During this, these months in bed, he became very depressed, very discouraged. And then another thing happened during those months. He had a spiritual awakening. And that often happens to people when they go through a time of crisis, a time of difficulty, be it health, financial, relationships, it can awaken within us this sense of spirituality once again. And that's exactly what happened to William Dix. When he had the strength again, he began to write hymns, poems. And there's a lot of questions exactly how and what occurred first. Either he wrote the poem and then the hymn, or he wrote the the poem and then someone else wrote the hymn. But whatever it may end up, that is how we got the song, What Child Is This? That's the first line of the song. What child is this? And the song sets out to give a birth announcement. But that birth announcement, that birth story, is, must be seen from his perspective, from the events that had just transpired over the months before. Here is a man who was extremely ill, very depressed, and that influences how he writes this birth announcement, this hymn, and tries to answer the question, what child is this? The other resource that he pulled upon in writing this hymn was the Gospels. He took the Gospels that speak about Jesus' birth and he compiled them, he kind of merged them together, kind of weaved them together where it became almost difficult to to separate which element appears in which Gospels. When we sang the hymn, you may have heard about angels and shepherds and even hints from the Gospel of John, but what is missing there is the Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Mark never talks about the birth story. It just doesn't happen. It's not there. It's Matthew and Luke. What I find fascinating is that if you were to look at the birth announcement that William Dix wrote that turns into this hymn, and if you were to take this hymn and share it with the original authors of Matthew and Luke and John they would look at it and go, what is this? Because more than likely, what happened was that each of these Gospels existed independently at one time. Each of them circulated alone. So there were only some individuals in the first century who understood the birth of Jesus from Matthew's perspective. There were only those who, in Luke, saw it from his perspective. John becomes very eth- eth- ethereal, and he talks about Jesus as being God from the very beginning. And then those who receive the gospel of Mark, I wonder if they went like, huh, well, I wonder how, what Jesus' birth was like. Eh, probably not very relevant. Didn't even think about it. It wasn't applicable to them. So when you think about all of these different things, what William Dix, is he answers that question, what child is this? From his own perspective, in a blending of the Gospels. Over time, that question, what child is this, in the Christian church moved from one of curiosity and wonder to almost a litmus test. What child is this? What are you willing to confess about this child? It's a sign of how orthodox you are in Christianity. Do you, what do you believe about the, the nature of the birth of Jesus? Number one, was he born of a virgin? And number two, was he divine from the very beginning? That's what now, when you hear the question, what child is this? That's almost what it means. We narrow it down, this whole birth story, to just two very simple things. Was he born of a virgin? And was he divine? The reality is, there is so much diversity from the very beginning. From the very beginning, there was so much diversity. But now, we as a Christian church have taken that and narrowed it down to one particular view. let's be honest with each other. I mean, yeah, it's Christmas time, but let's just be very honest with each other. Does the answer to that question, is it really relevant to you? What child is this? Does that impact your day-to-day living? Does that make a difference in, in how you choose to live your life? Some may say yes, but I also believe that there are just as many who would say, "Eh, maybe not. Does it matter? Would your life change if you believe that Jesus was born of a virgin? If you don't believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, would it make a significant difference in how you live your life on a day-to-day basis? So that question, while it has become a litmus test for many individuals, it leaves them probably perplexed. So I wonder if the better question to ask, a question that was asked by Jesus' followers themselves, is not, what child is this, but rather, what person is this? You see, when a child is born, there's not a lot you can say about it. But that at the end of its life, you can reflect back, and then you can answer, truly answer that question, what child is this, based upon what it became in life? I think the same thing could be said about us. What person is this? What person are you? When you look at your life and where you are in your point of time in life, how satisfied are you with your life? Are you happy? Do you find a sense of fulfillment about where you are at this point in time today in your life? Or have you chosen to live your life so influenced? by how other people perceive you and how their expectations influence your life, that it really almost doesn't even become yours anymore. To me, that question is far more relevant today than the question of what child is this? A frequent poem that is read at funerals is called The Dash. They talk about how on a marker on a gravesite, site, there are two dates, the date of your birth and the date of your death. And in between, all there is is a dash. For Jesus, there was a date of his birth, There was a date of his death. And in between, we rely upon the Gospels to tell us what's in that dash. You and I are fortunate that we are still breathing in air. That date at the end has not yet been marked. So each of us have time to make the decision. How, how am I going to live the dash in my life this Christmas season and this coming year? Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at theattitudeschurch.org backslash online-giving Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.